If you've thought about building a gym, but don't know where to start, don't worry, we've got you covered. At Modus Gym Equipment and Design, we've partnered with some of the biggest brands like Kaiser, Powerblock, and Free Motion Fitness to help you build the gym of your dreams. From the smallest home project to the largest commercial project, you can rest assured Modus will take care of everything from designing your space to delivering and installing it. All Sober Performance Podcast listeners can save an additional 10% off all Modus products by visiting modusgyms.shop and entering promo code SOLBERPERFORMANCE23 at checkout. Thanks and enjoy the rest of the podcast. So I, I love, I gotta, I gotta start by saying this, that I couldn't find the cord to my mic. So this isn't even plugged in. This is here for visual right now. I'm, I'm connected to my computer. You, you're uh, going to be all techie. And then you're like, nah, it ain't I was right. going to be, and I'm like, I don't even know where my, my cord is, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll let Kelsey, I'll let you get started. And <laughs> awesome. I forget I'm not on the podcast right now. So I'm trying to like direct things. That's not the way. Hey, this is you going know what? Today. We can still turn this into a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be just yeah. fine. Well, first off, I'm so excited that you guys are here and even more excited. You know, if you go back and watch this recording for the future, this is going to be one of those videos that I can guarantee or one of these conversations that is going to make you think differently. That is going to open your eyes in, in multiple different facets, but also is just going to let you know that, you know, the things that Tyler and I are about to share are struggles that he and I both went through on our health and fitness journey. I want to preface by saying this is not, you know, us being like, oh, this one specific person in our, you know, client history did this. No, like these are things that we did on our journey. No and just to share with you guys kind of where we are quite a few years later and what we've been able to do, you know, because of working through these things. So I'm super excited to share that with you. But first off, Tyler, I want to, I want to introduce you. So for those of you yeah. guys that know, um, Tyler and I met in undergrad, we actually met in freshman year biology class. Yes. Yes. And I'll let him speak on that a little bit more because the story is way funnier than when he tells it. But go ahead, Tyler, take it away. Tell us. Yeah. About you. Yeah. So so I met Kelsey in freshman year of biology at UWL in Wisconsin. Um, yep. And, you know, I met her as a freshman and I didn't know a thing about how to study. I didn't know a thing. I was a I was a pretty poor high school student. Um, I'll just kind of start with that. I probably barely pulled a 2.0 in high school. And just by random chance, I, I sat down next to Kelsey during freshman year bio and, um, you know, I was watching her take notes and she's always the person that raised her hand a million times, you know, that, that person, right? And, 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 you know, so I was just kind of curious. So I, I got to talking to her and yeah, we ended up, uh, you know, becoming friends. I studied with her a lot. She taught me a ton about taking notes uh, and not how to highlight an entire textbook of notes. Um, you know, she taught me a lot about the the academic discipline that was necessary to succeed in at the college level that I never learned when I was in high school. So, you know, I really tried to cling to Kelsey as much as I could when um, when I had classes with her. We had a lot of similar interests on the end of lifting weights and fitness and things like that. Um, and that's kind of how I met Kelsey. And I think I, I talked about this in the podcast I had with her, too. But when I met Kelsey, you know, she told me she was going to be a, a chiropractor the first day I met her. Um, she's a very driven person in that sense where she she picks a goal and she goes and gets it. Uh, but she told me that the first day she met me. And then it's just kind of crazy now looking at, you know, how many years later that's what she does. And she's a fitness coach and she does all she wears all these different hats. But yeah, that's kind of how I met Kelsey. And and I'm really, you know, I'm really grateful for for our friendship um, that we have. So, yeah, me too. I think it's so when when Tyler says you guys that I taught him how to take notes. OK. So like, this is an example of like Kelsey's page, right? Like there's multiple things written, it's color coded, it's organized. 
this is the example of Tyler's page. There's like seven words on a page. I'm like, boy, no, we cannot be doing this. So I was like, <laughs> like flipping every time the professor switched the slide. I'm like, I'm going to lose it. If you're going to sit next to me, I need to teach you how to fix I swear I became friends with Kelsey because I was bothering her. She's like, stop that. She's like, don't. <laughs> Not that many notes. <laughs> and then I'm here today. Look, I got my notepad. I have my outline. I, I'm ready to go. So. How we Thanks, Kels. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. If that's what I did for you, Tyler, that's my job here. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. you guys, we're just going to, we're going to jump into it. Like I said, we're, the topic for today is chatting a lot about, you know, common mistakes that we see people make on a health and fitness journey, or maybe phrasing it more so of things that people tend to repeatedly do that holds them back for er from earlier success. And so yeah. we've got an outline of five things that we want to go through with you guys at any point feel free to put something in the chat, like blow up the chat or unmute yourselves and ask a question. We're going to, we leave uh, what we, what, wow, words. We're leaving yeah. time at the, <laughs> at end, the end for a Q&A. But if you have something that comes up along the way, please ask. So Tyler, when you start to work with a client, so actually, I mean, you can, you can speak a little bit of, on how long you've been training because you've been training. Yeah. Longer than um, sure. But so when you start like working with a client at, since you've done this for years and years and years, yeah. What is like the number one thing that you try to lay out for them for like what we're going to do, like moving forward on this process? Yeah. One of the biggest things when I, when I start with a client is, you know, I want to get a feel for what their goal is. Right. I want to know yeah. what they want to accomplish right off the bat. And then I also want to know about like what their time is for accomplishing this goal. And then the third thing would be like, what have you done in the past? Right. Because there's obviously a reason they're sitting in front of me um, and not doing that thing that they were doing before. Um, and it, it likely it didn't work out the way they wanted to. So I, I think the biggest thing um, that I start with when I work with clients is making sure we have a game plan for their goals. So those three things yeah. that I mentioned, um, and, and maybe just segueing right into the some of the missteps that people make in their health and fitness journey, starting there is yeah. a lot of people start their health and fitness journey without having a recipe for their goals. And here's kind of a good way to look at it. Um, so say that you want to make a cookie, right? By all means, you could walk into the kitchen, you could grab a bowl, you could start throwing a bunch of random ingredients into the bowl, mix it up, set that oven at 350, you could throw it on a, you know, on your baking pan, throw it in the oven, pull it yep. out and just pray it becomes a cookie, right? Yep. You can do that. Or, uh -huh. you know, what you can do is you can find a recipe. You can find a recipe from someone that's made cookies before, right? Successfully. That tastes yeah. good that, you know, it's not, it doesn't turn out to be uh, a pizza, right? That's not the worst case scenario, right? But you get yeah. what I'm saying is right. having a recipe for things, because otherwise what we end up doing in fitness is we randomly throw a bunch of things in the pot, a yeah. diet, you know, different exercises we use, different hydration uh, strategies, you know, biohacks, right? We're throwing them all in the bowl and then we're not even getting the recipe that we're looking for when in reality, we could look for people that have already accomplished the goal that we have, make modifications to it based on our goals, needs, and personal preferences, and go from there. Um, and so that's probably where I would start. Um, when, anytime I work with a client is going, hey, let's make sure that we have a recipe for where you're trying to go. Yeah, because we've all had it in our heads where we have X goal that we want to achieve or obtain. Yeah. And then we have absolutely no game plan at getting there. And then we get extremely no frustrated when we don't get closer or we fall significantly shorter. It's like, well, of course, when you think about it, you didn't have a recipe or mm -hmm. a game plan to get there. You just started chucking random stuff in a bowl and you were trying to 
gamble around and see what happened. You know, that that's not a recipe for success. So I agree with you, like setting out, laying down the rules of like, this is what needs to happen when it comes to fitness, nutrition, and support. And if mm-hmm. you do these things, you will trend in the right direction. But if you veer completely off of that path and do not follow the recipe, you ain't getting a cookie. You're maybe getting pizza, right? Yeah. I agree. And I think like maybe speaking on, you know, recipes right and talking about food maybe we should go into probably the next one which is talking about like ignoring your diet I think Kelsey you probably have a a, some really great insight to share on that too right like so we want to make sure that we have a recipe that's kind of where we're starting guys make sure we have a specific type of training plan that we're going to do for our goals laid out diet things like that and then maybe you can talk about yeah like diet next right? Yeah. Talking about cookies. <laughs> I just want a cookie now. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so the, the second thing truly is, okay, so you, you're getting the foundation, you get the game plan, you have a recipe. Now you don't follow it, follow it, right? We've given you an I, a, a diet or, or in, in our cases, macros, right? To follow. Yeah. And let's say that you're consistently ignoring it. You're not doing it. And Logan and I talk all the time about the big four calories, protein, water, and movement. So that's kind of your game plan. That's your recipe. Well, we're talking yeah. about calories and protein and we're significantly under eating. We're not going to get closer to our goal. We're significantly overeating. That's going to make it a lot harder for us too. But if we've given you a goal of either protein or calories, mm-hmm. and I'm a victim of this for myself too, like I ignored those for two years when they were first given to me. And of course, no wonder why I didn't see goals in my health and fitness journey. No wonder why I wasn't able to get closer because I was ignoring my diet. I thought that I I knew everything. I thought that I didn't need a coach, that I didn't need help, that I was fine consuming the amount of protein that I was that I, I ate generally healthy. I did. I ate my fruits and veggies. I, you know, I had a, a balanced meals, but I wasn't eating enough and I wasn't eating sure. for my goals. And when somebody told me, no, this is how we need to do it because of these listed out reasons, I was like, nah, yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's cool. But like, that ain't going to be for me. And because I did not listen for almost two years, I significantly struggled to get closer to the goals that I wanted to obtain. So ignoring your diet is huge. Like if somebody lays out the game plan for you, someone that's done it successfully multiple times, and it's just like, nah, I don't really want, like, it's, it's just going to be very hard for you to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And that reminds me a lot of like when people start weight training and, and by all means, you know, I'm, I'm all about, if you want to train with rep ranges and things like that, that's an effective way to train. But it's kind of like when you start working out, right. Initially, you probably don't need percentages. Initially, you don't need to know what you used the last time you trained, but over time it becomes more important, right? Like the margins um, for getting you results become smaller. Right. So I think that's a good way to yes. look at it too, guys is, you know, maybe macros, maybe calories, aren't as important in the initial beginning because you're doing nothing, right? You're going from doing nothing to, Hey, at least I have some protein on my plate. At least I have some fruits and vegetables in my plate. I'm drinking more, I'm moving more, but the longer you go along, you have to realize that a lot of those things, those four things that you mentioned, Kelsey, are going to become more and more important. And you can't go out there and just go, you know, I, I'm going to guess what these macros are. These calories are like, I would guess with a training plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's important to understand too, that we, and I know Tyler, you and I are both guilty of this. We yeah. were, we were definitely not perfect at it right away. I was like, no. 
I was like, that amount of protein is uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to eat that. But then I started to do it consistently. Saw my body start to respond, you know, and we're, we're not saying that we expect perfection right away, but when you guys and everyone on this call does this phenomenally, by the way, but if you're getting, you know, like eight, 12 weeks into your journey, like, like you said, the, the margin for success ends up changing because you like, let's say that you've lost 20 pounds out of a 25 pound weight loss goal. Well, that last five pounds is, is going to be harder to lose than the first yes. 20 were. So we yep. have to dial it in and we have to be able to follow that, but understanding and trusting the process of, you know, being patient with it too, but just staying and remaining disciplined to that and following that diet and not ignoring it. It, I mean, that's 80%, right? You and I both agree that that's 80%. Yeah. Yeah. And what this is reminding me of is this is a, you know, this is a law that exists. They use this a lot in economics, but the law of diminishing returns, right? Meaning the more time or energy we invest in something, the less we get out of it over time. So. Yeah, we have to realize that those margins shrink the more time and energy we invest in something, meaning what you did initially that got you a ton of results will get you a lot less down the line. So yeah. you do have to be particular um, about tracking some of these things to make sure that you're going in the right direction. You're trending in the right direction. And as Kelsey alluded to, too, you do not need to be perfect, but you do need to have a benchmark to aim at. You do yeah. not have anything to aim at. I mean, that. I mean, Kelsey, right, you shoot guns. Yeah, knowing you're that, like, Right. If yes. you didn't have a target out there, this, this Wisconsin redneck. I do. Yes, kidding. yes, yes, I do. <laughs> right, right. So, so she gets it right. Like you would just walk out in the woods. He's like, yeah, you got no clay pigeons. There's no, there's no target. Like, oh yeah, go ahead. Like you would have right. no idea what to aim at. And exactly. your diet works the same way. You got to be able to have some numbers. Aim at. Yeah. And I think that that's a perfect segue into Point three. So we've covered a lot yeah. about nutrition, the mistakes that people make about nutrition. Now, Tyler, educate me about when somebody says, well, I want to try this fat burning workout, or I want to do workouts that are going to burn more fat. What is your conversation like with someone when they say that they believe that the weight room is like the specific location only that they can burn fat? Like, how would you educate about that? Yeah, I, you know, it's tough because I, I, so kind of a background for you guys is, you know, I work in performance too. Um, so, you know, we use the weight room to get people to get stronger, increase lean body mass. We use it to make them move better. Right. Um, and, and it's never used as a weight loss tool. Right. So when we have any interventions with like, say like a freshman left tackle who wants to put on a lot of weight, or we have like a gymnast that we work with or a weight class athlete, like a wrestler, we're never going, Hey, we need to train more in the weight room to get you to lose weight. That's never a conversation we have. So I don't know how. I don't know how cardio and strength training got all mixed up in this fat loss thing, um, but that's not the way it's done at high level sport. And it, to me, if it's not used there, why would we use it with general pop like me, you and right. It's just not necessary. So my yeah. thing is when I talk to clients about that, the weight room, you need to compartmentalize, right? When you're doing these things, the weight room is for getting stronger. The weight room is for increasing lean body mass and it's for moving better. If you, if you just focus on those things, when you go in there, you'll really enjoy the process. You won't not show up because the scale didn't move, right? Or you didn't lose a certain amount of body fat. You'll go, shit, man. I looked at my log. It looks like I got stronger kicking ass in the weight room. And I, I'm going to try not to swear a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Right. And then, so, and then I would say that cardio, you know, that's the way that we're looking at for in, in sport, right? Those are energy system development. We would call that's for making sure you're conditioned to play your sport. So conditioned for whatever you do. Yes. This is for conditioning your cardiorespiratory system. So training your heart and your lungs, 
Why did yeah. this get mixed up in fat loss, right? This is good regardless of the fat you lose from it, right? Exactly. Then I would say that final piece is use the kitchen for fat loss. Now it is it. It is the thing we want to ignore the most when we start our fitness journey, right? Because we're trying to make up for a lot of bad nutritional habits by training more and moving more. And it's just not the way, guys. Um, yeah. I'm going to try not to ramble, but uh, this is a good way to look at it here. Um, when you strength train, a light strength training session uh, for about 45 minutes, you burn somewhere around 200 calories, right? That's not a very effective fat loss tool, right? It's not a lot of calories. You have to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight. We could, to lose 200 calories, just make an adjustment from eating two portion sizes of something to one, right? So 45 minutes invested or making one nutritional change. Let's look at it on the cardio end, right? If I do a 45 minute, 45 minute elliptical run, that might be somewhere around 600 calories. But that's as simple as like, say I'm eating a pint, a half a pint of Ben and Jerry's every day. That turns out to be somewhere around six, 600 calories. Say I switch over to like a Greek yogurt Yasso bar instead. So I get my craving, but I'm not eating as many calories. That's, I'm gonna lose 500 calories that way. So invest 45 minutes, hour and a half, or just make some nutritional tweaks. And then do strength training to get stronger, do cardio to you know, increase your heart health and your lung health, right? So you don't have to, don't use the wrong tool for the wrong job. Do you guys see why I brought him on this call? Like that, that last question right there, that's bars. Okay. That is why I brought him here because I'm in the booth. <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we were talking about this last night, I was like, you need to say that exact same thing tomorrow because it's so true. What happened in our society is we said, go try this belly busting fat burning workout. Go eat these fat burning fruits. But you guys inherently, there is no specific workout that burns fat. Now there are workouts like Tyler described. Are you going to go resistance train or are you going to go on the ellipticals? Will you burn a different amount of calories? A hundred percent. And can that get you farther into a caloric deficit over time? Sure. But the easier choice for the time that you're expending is instead of killing yourself on the Stairmaster for 45 minutes, yeah. looking at like your portion of foods and saying, you know what? I know that a, a, a rice crispy isn't going to satisfy me as much as a sweet potato. So you know what? I'm going to choose the sweet potato because I'm going to get closer towards my goals with this. I really don't need that rice crispy anyway. It's not like you can't have it, right? Yeah. But again, I can make that active choice in a split second decision instead of thinking that the gym is a place for punishment. Now, all of you guys that are in our app, that was the announcements I made yesterday is I get so frustrated when society demonizes working out as a punishment for yeah. what we ate or what we did instead of a reward for what we can do. Exercise is a celebration of what your body can do. Now, again, like Tyler said, it's a celebration of you getting stronger, of you maintaining that lean muscle mass, right? And how we support all of that 100% is the kitchen, but we've got to get rid of the disconnect that workouts alone are for fat loss. That has, that it's very, it's very much of a, yeah. a disconnect that we, we need to pull those two apart. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It, it's, and it's harmful too, because I look at it this way too, guys. So if, if you're a gambling person, right, and you want to make sure that you've got good odds in this fat loss thing, right, or your body composition, you want to make sure that you have a buffer, right, for your success. There are going to be days inherently that you are less active, that you won't be able to make it to the weight room. And what is protecting you from continuing your results? It's your nutrition, right? So regardless of what you're able to do from an activity standpoint that day, 
just just looking at it like that point, you will you will eat more times than you will go and work out. And there's there's opportunity there's more opportunities um, to to cut calories in your meals than there is to do it when you're active. I guess. I'm put, I'm putting that in the chat because that's another bar that you will you will eat more times. You're spending more times in the kitchen than you are in the gym, right? Yeah, you have more opportunities. Yeah, exactly. It's an opportunity, and it's one of those things where I was talking to a client and she's not on this call, but I know she'd be comfortable with me sharing this story. Allie, she's a radio show host and she had so many things going on that she was like, Kelsey, I physically cannot make it to the gym. But she's like, for the last four weeks, I've consistently hit my protein and calories every single day. Guess what? Did she still transform in her photos? A hundred percent. She did. Because if you can focus on anything, I want to focus on what you're fueling your body with. I understand, you know, workouts and things like that. It's, you know, you've got to give where you could, I'd rather have you do a 10 minute walk than nothing at all. But mm -hmm. you're so right that the, the kitchen provides you so much opportunity on a day to day basis to excel at a very high level when it comes to your health and fitness goals. So I really appreciate you sharing that title. Like that yeah, was, we no can just end the call right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a sign out of this mic that doesn't, isn't even connected. I'm out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to drop it. No, I'm just kidding. But we still have two more points. So <laughs> dropping the mic that that's not plugged in, but yeah, go ahead. Let's, <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep it rolling here. We can honestly do that. So yeah. you, you already said something that was really powerful. And like you said, you have more opportunities in the kitchen, to, more opportunities to provide yourself with fuel than you are, you know, in the, in the gym. What does it mean to, when you have this initial goal that you're working towards, what does it mean to also simultaneously have a backup plan and how can that aid in your success more than you could ever imagine? Yeah, that's a great question, Kelsey. You know, I think, I think, and, and this is great. I, I am all for people having big, massive goals. Um, and I support that. Set big goals for yourself. But I think some of the times we set up our plans in a way that's just, it's set up for best case scenario. And I think I, I argue the opposite. In my experience in coaching clients, whether it's an athlete, whether it's Joe Jane Fitness Population, the best thing you can do is plan for worst case scenario. <laughs> because it will happen. I mean, and just think about your life, right? Like we all have a plan for things and how they're, they're quote unquote supposed to go or how we want them to go. Do they ever go exactly as we plan? No, no. no. And, and if it does, I want to be friends with you because I want to, I want that energy around me. So you, 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 you send me a text in the, in the chat. Um, but yeah, I think the best thing you can do for yourself is just be you know, open and honest with yourself that, you know, you got to this point, and this is with no judgment implied either, you got to this point with a particular set of habits. Those habits are going to rear their head time to time. And so the best thing you can do to make sure that you protect yourself, protect your plan, protect, um, you know, I guess your, your confidence going forward is to have a backup plan for things that you know are going to come up, right? Like, if you know, something has been a barrier or a challenge for you in the past, Instead of ignoring it and going, now I'm going to just not eat fast food, have a plan for when you're in a pinch and you're going to go through a fast food drive through pick a lower calorie option, pick a better place that has better options. Like here we have like a salad and go, that's a better option to roll through a salad and go than it is to roll through McDonald's, right? So I do think it's really important to have a backup plan nutritionally. I also think it's really important to have a backup plan for your cardio, what you're saying too. Maybe yeah. you'd like to go out and walk 45 minutes, but I know I can at least get 10 today. Do that. Or, you know, I'm going to do a, a full strength training workout today in the gym. I'm going to use all these machines. I'm going to use my barbells, kettlebells. You know, I got my whole laundry list of equipment I'm going to use. Shit, I got to, the, I got to the gym today. It was super busy. I can't use any of it. Oh, good thing I got a bodyweight backup plan that I can do at home. 
or a dumbbell plan. I can tuck myself in the corner of the gym. Have a plan because these things will happen. You will have absolutely no control over them, and that's okay. The thing you don't want to do is continue to run into the same problems over and over and over. See them, address them, have a backup plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. And that's what we talk about a lot. And it's, it seems so simple, but it's like, you know what? Okay. So, so look up fast food restaurants in your area and just be like, okay, you know what? When I go to Chick-fil-A, I can absolutely get the grilled nuggets. I don't have to get the breaded nuggets. I really don't need the fries. And you know what? They have really good salad. So I'm going to get the nuggets. I'm going to get a chicken salad. I'm going to put extra chicken on my salad. I'm never going to regret that decision. Yeah. You have to, if you're, if you're getting a burger, you're getting a chicken sandwich, you don't always have to eat the whole bun, right? I mean, little things like that add up. And again, that's not, that's not restrictive. That's you being like, you know, what, what is my future self going to thank me for? And what, what can I do in this moment right now that I'm going to get a little bit closer instead of just saying, screw it. I'm never getting there. I'm not getting closer to my goals. Like I can't, I just can't, it's not in the car say, I can't do it. No, it's saying, you know what, I I need to pivot and adapt. And every single person on this call pivots and adapts very, very, very well. So it's really cool for you to amalgamate that point because they all do it at a very high level anyway. But I think this is very encouraging for people to say, like, we're not saying that you can't eat fast food. We're not saying that you have to weight train every single day. We're saying come up with different options. And I love what you shared with me last night about your one client who he travels a lot for work. So you know what? We gave him some workouts that are, you know, he could do in a hotel gym or he could do in his hotel room that still get him closer to his goals and not using that again as an excuse, but as an opportunity. And that goes back to the title of one of my favorite, favorite, favorite books by Ryan Holiday is The Obstacle is the Way. Like you go through it, it's going to be here yeah and every single time you do it you get better at it just like anything else it's okay if you don't know how to do it in the beginning but don't be naive to say like i'm i'm not i'm never gonna i'm never gonna eat fast food yeah and and i think that's a great point too kelsey i think if you want it in anything in life this is not just your fitness journey if you want to move ahead in life think about the barriers you constantly run into because I think everybody thinks these are asymmetrical events. Like, oh, this just happened to me again. Yes. Yeah, it happened to you again. So write it down. What are you going to do to accommodate for it, to overcome it? You know, because these things happen over and over and over. So it's your, it needs to be your decision to write it down and think about what you're going to do to get around it. Yeah, so and asking yourself, the question, asking yourself the question of, well, what's different this time? You know, yeah. maybe like if you're, if we're cyclically in this, this cycle of this happening, just be like, you know what, stop. How, how do I break the cycle? What, what's different this time? And how can I move forward with it? But you cannot do that if you've already not thought through some of those common barriers that you get in. Like I think about situations around like my extended family or things like that. And a lot of them were like wild and crazy. And they like to do all these things and have, you know, all these drinks. And all this stuff. Like I know yeah. that I just don't thrive off of that. So I'm like, all right, I've been in that situation enough times. You know what? I am going to pack and prep my food. And if they judge me, so what? They judge me. I really don't care because at the end of the night, I'm going home feeling satisfied. And I know they're going home thinking like, damn, she actually prepared. Yeah. For that. You know, she doesn't, she probably doesn't feel like garbage right now, you know, again, and that that's just leading by example. So it's, it's, it's okay to know that you're going to get in these situations. If you accept it and you say, I know, I know it's probably going to happen. You can develop so much more of an easier solution ahead of time instead of just being like, well, screw it. It's not even worth it. Yeah, and that's a good point too, Kelsey. So you have two two opportunities in a situation like that when you run into those things where you need a backup plan is like you either do what you're doing is you make plans to to be able to work around that situation, yep. right? Like I got to have my stuff with it because I know that these people are going to be nuts. They're going to be slamming 
<laughs> slamming bottles of tequila. You know where I come from. Right? Like, I get it. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. About. I understand the, the borderline alcoholism and everyone uh, from, from Wisconsin. But, but you get it. You got to have a plan, like even a drink plan. Like, that's something I don't know if anybody in this this call can identify that with that too, but having a backup plan for when you go out with friends too, when am I going to sprinkle in waters? When am I going to eat? When, how many drinks am I going to have? Do I have a shot limit? Do I have you, all these things that constantly show up in your life, they will continue to present themselves. And the real question is just, do you want to continue doing what you're doing, which is fine. It's your decision. Or are you ready, willing, and able to do something about it? You know, will you make a plan for it? Strategy and tactics gets you places, right? A goal without a plan is a wish. Right. And so if you don't have any sort of plan for what you're trying to do or any sort of barrier you're trying to overcome, it'll continue to rear its head over and over and over. And again, that's with no judgment. It's just your decision. It's just your decision because I've done it, too. You know, and she's talking about alcohol. Holy smokes. I mean, Kelsey's Kelsey's. (laughs) I didn't have a backup plan for going to uh, to Third Street and lacrosse. I'll tell you that. So (laughs) you guys know, but I do now. I think I, I'm a, I'm outside um, like legends or something. I'm like, all right, um, I'll yeah. come and get you. <laughs> yeah. Can you pick me up, please? Yes, yes, that's yeah. that's how it went. But I think that you're you're talking to something so perfectly that wraps into our last point of saying, okay, so I know that these things are going to happen, and I had mentioned what's different this time. So let's talk about the the last thing that we wanted to bring up is being honest with yourself on your health and fitness journey of really truly being being okay with where you are, but having enough humility to say, all right, like you had already mentioned in the call too, I didn't just get here overnight or these things didn't just happen overnight. So how do you begin that conversation with yourself when you're ready for change? Or maybe you're going through like a growth period where you know you want to do something different. Yeah. I think one of the, you know, one of the bravest things anyone can do is just admit where their point A is. You know, I really think it's important if anyone wants to get to their point B, right, that, that big goal that you have for yourself, you have to know where you are today. Because for, uh, you know, if you ever want to be able to make realistic goals, right, short-term goals, process goals for yourself, you're going to have to know where you are today, right? Because you have to know what realistic progress looks like from where you're at today. So, yeah, I think one of the best things that you can do is just be honest with yourself. You might not be where you were 10 years ago, you might not look like you did in high school, in college. Um, but come to terms with that, you know, like you, you have, you have an opportunity in front of you to be able to do something differently. And you don't need to judge yourself about what happened before, but you do need to be honest about where you are today. I think that's, you know, if I can share any, anything that was helpful to me, even in my own health and fitness journey was being like, you know, I remember, I remember in college, I probably gained like 50 pounds and I don't talk about this too much, but I gained probably 50, 60 pounds, um, you know, when I was in college and I, and I remember just looking in the mirror sometimes and be like, I don't recognize this guy. So in my head, I'm like, I identify as being a really great athlete. So when, when I would think about myself in my head, I was like, I'm that person. But then I would look at my daily habits. I would drink a ton. I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat good food. I was never going to the weight room. I wasn't active regularly because I was hung over in bed, you know, so, um, but, you know, I wasn't making very good decisions. And so this idea of who I thought I was in my head wasn't true. And the best thing that I ever did for myself to be able to move forward was like, hey, dude, you're not this athlete anymore. Maybe you will someday and you were one day, you know, you were before, but that's not where you're at now. And for, for you to be able to move forward, you got to start one step at a time, just like anyone else that's entering this journey. And guys, I want to, I want to say this too, is 
while I was going through this, I was coaching people. So you want to talk about like the ultimate dissonance. I was coaching people how to take care of themselves. And this is a good point too, about like the difference between having knowledge and application. The difference between knowledge and application was I had, a, you know, a bachelor's degree equivalent and all these workshops, all these certifications in training. And I still wasn't doing the things that I needed to be doing to get to where I wanted to go. And a big part of that was being honest with myself. Absolutely. I don't know if you remember this, but probably like three years ago, Tyler, I was like, all right, here's where I am on my fitness journey. Like I'm stuck. Like, yeah. what do I need to do? And you're just like, you know what you need to do. And I was like, damn, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing the work, but I'm victim of that too. Like I told you guys yeah. that for the first four years of my health and fitness journey, I didn't hire a coach because I thought I knew everything. Like I had the biggest yeah. ego. I was like, huh, I've got this BS in exercise science. Like I've got you know, all these certifications similar to you, Tyler. I was like, I don't, I, there's nothing else I can learn. I yeah. was so naive and I was so young and I still learn things every single day. That's why I love to do things like this with you all and with our team, because I can truly show you that I'm still learning every single day. And it's one of those things where I agree with you, Tyler. I looked at myself and I was like, I am not where I want to be, or I am not, you know, what I, what I thought I was going to be at this point. And I need to sit back and look like, all right, you've been trying to do this by yourself for four years and it's not working. So you, you need to ask for help. And that was yeah. a very hard thing for me to, for my ego to admit. But as soon as I was able to surrender to that, and soon as I was able to just open up and be like, all right, Kelsey, you don't, you don't know everything. So many things changed, like so many things changed, you know, because I fell victim to the I'm going to do these fat burning workouts. Guys, if you want, if you want a task today, go back and scroll on my Instagram, scroll all the way down on my Instagram. When I started my fitness journey and you're going to look at those workouts and you'd be like, what is she doing? Like now people get mad at me because I post like the three, the same three compound moves. I'm like, oh, yeah. how evolved, they're right? like boring. You're like, this is how you get places. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm like, you yeah. have to do the same workouts repetitively and progressively overload. No doubt. But it's just, it's, I, I agree with you. It's being honest with yourself. And guys, it's it's okay if you're not where you, you want to be. I'm not where I want to be. I know that there's a, there's a lot more things for me to do, but admitting and understanding where you are and then communicating that to somebody and communicating that to your coach or to your accountability partner. Yeah, like, okay, this is where I am. Yeah. yeah, yes. And here's where I want to go. That is step one. You cannot get where you, like you said last night, Tyler, you cannot get to B without understanding that you're at A. And if you don't communicate that with somebody or you don't, you're not able to have that conversation with yourself, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. Not yeah. And I think, you know, being honest with yourself or where you're at also allows you to be honest with what you're ready, willing, and able to do going forward too. Cause if you never know where you are, you can't be honest where you are. Like how are you supposed to make any goals that way? Like, yeah. how do you know where you even want to go? If you don't even know like where you are now, like how you feel right now. Like, and, and I think that's the thing too. People are arbitrarily making goals for themselves based on something they saw or what sounds like a good number of weight loss or you know their ideal physique and things like that you know just be honest where you are and and and, and make your goals that way you know because it just allows you to be honest with yourself and where you want to go yeah I think so too and, and a lot of these things you know guys are, are stuff that we talked about in the Facebook group this week you know when Tyler and I were going through the outline last night I'm like well I got all these things about you know calorie counting and all this stuff and it's like you know what no let's just take it back to do you have a recipe are you ignoring the recipe or are you ignoring your diet? Like, are you confusing the weight room with what its job is for? And then simultaneously, like, are you having a backup plan to those things? And are you able to admit where you are in your journey? And that's what it comes down to. So many of you probably thought it was going to be like, 
all right, we're gonna talk about all these, how you can't eat past 8 p.m., but it all of that stuff doesn't matter if you follow this outline, right? And, and go back to the basics. You do, and it's because people get on their journey and they think that they have to do all of these extravagant things, but you and I both know it is the mundane things day in and day out that continue to get you closer towards your goals. And if you are able to prioritize and execute that on a day-to-day -day basis, you will see results. You 100% yeah. will see. Yeah, yeah, these are the big these are the big rocks, guys. You know, don't get don't get all bogged down in the pebbles, these these biohacks and things like that and these you know, yes. the, the belly burst uh, belly burning, you know, uh, workouts and things like that. Don't get bogged down in that. You know, just just I don't even know what to call those other than garbage. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And, and but it's it's cool though. You know, and and think about that too. Kelsey's a coach, and he, she has the humility to sit up here and go like, I wasn't even there either. You know, like I went through this too, and I I know I did that too. I was telling people not to do things that you know I use that are a big part of my training plans now. So <laughs> we're all going yeah. through this too. Coaches are no different than 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 you guys. Like we're we're people too, and and we evolve and. The big thing is you just keep learning and trying to get better and trying to keep growing. Absolutely. And being, being honest with yourself the, the, the entire way that that's huge. Okay. So, um, well, Tyler, I just want to thank you because like I said, I'm so fired up. Like my patients are just going to get like so much energy today. And they're really yeah. like, sit down, Kelsey, like sit down probably <laughs> because I've already had caffeine today too. But, um, I just want to, I want to thank it. you for your time, for your knowledge and just the way that you're able to explain things and the analogies that you have. I mean, I know that there's things where I've been stuck in my head about it. I'm like, wow, that just provided me a lot of clarity. So I just appreciate your time. I appreciate your generosity and just who you are as a person and, and who you are as a trainer. So thank you for being a part of this this morning. Well, thank you, Kelsey. And I, I'm very, like I said in the beginning, I'm very grateful for our friendship and it's life's wild, right? Like you never, you never know when you meet someone in freshman bio class that you, you'd be friends with them, you know, how many years later, but I'm, I'm very grateful for this interaction and, and you bringing me into your community. This has been a lot of fun. Same, same. So um, before we get into wrapping up the call, because I want to make sure that everybody yeah. can contact you um, and get in touch with you and all those different things. Does anybody have, we'll, we'll end with that, but does anybody have any questions or anything that you want to ask or elaborate on, or maybe something that you've been stuck with? I mean, you've got two individuals and specifically Tyler, who, who's been doing this, you know, what, 10 years, Tyler, 10 years. Yeah. 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 A little over a decade now. And yes. coaching. So if anybody yeah. has any any questions, please feel free to, to yeah, fire away in the chat. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, people too, like are you, people could probably chime in on the audio now too, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Can whatever you guys want to do. If you have any, any questions, otherwise uh, we'll be free. posting. No questions, too. a stupid question. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm going to see That's if nice. anyway, my Siri's yelling at me. Um, <laughs> That's not nice. I'm going to look if there was anyone. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. <laughs> what did I do? Um, I know. I'm going to look above and see if there's anything that I missed. I don't think so. I love the, the Wisco represent. Let's go. I know. I know. <laughs> so um, Josh went to school in Wisconsin too. So okay. From there we go. There we go, brother. Um, <laughs> he understands. Um, but if you, if you guys don't have any questions or if you don't, um, you know, have any comments above all, of course, I'll, again, I'll post this recording if you have them after the fact, and you yeah. want to either ask my, myself them, or you want to ask Tyler them, I'll make sure that I get them to him. But Tyler, tell me what your social media handles are, how they can continue to get in touch with you and how they can listen to you specifically on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of different things now. So the first one is going to be, I'm the owner of Silver Performance Training. So you can go over to follow me on Instagram, 
um, at Solver Performance Training. You can find me over there. That's where I do. Um, oh, sorry. At, at coach underscore Solberg will be my handle for my, my Instagram. That's where I post a lot of my, um, my coaching resources, things like that. Um, to find me for my podcast, that's just going to be search um, the Solber Performance Podcast on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. And then the last thing is going to be too, um, I'm the co-founder of Modus Equipment and Design. Um, so if you guys ever need gym equipment, we do home and commercial uh, gym equipment and design. Um, so just reach out to me for that. And that website is going to be modusgyms.shop. Modus, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. And if someone's sent by Kelsey, we hook them up. She's even yes. got a promo code on the site. So let's go. No, seriously, um, you guys there. So I, I spoke on this podcast. What we did that probably a month ago now. Um, yeah. But there's tons of really great information on there and tons of resources that you can hear from uh, like personal trainers. You can hear from physical therapists, obviously a chiropractor, you know, just a whole bunch of different people in this journey, because a lot of us have the common collective goal of helping you guys move closer towards your goals, you know, at a, at a faster rate or faster than we were ever able to. So there's again, a ton of resources on there. Tyler is a very specific type of training. That's very, very, very neat just for you guys to learn about. And the education that you'll get from his page is insane. So I, I mean, truly Tyler, you know, that you, like, you're one of the reasons why, I mean, we we're going to the to school for the same thing, but you were one of the reasons why I wanted to become a trainer because I saw someone do it before me and I didn't know like any trainers before I had met you. So I was like, dang, if he can work online and like, that, that's so cool. Like I wanted to do that. So I learned so much from you at a very young age yeah. and it's cool to see what you're doing now, but truly guys, if you need gym equipment or you're, you're looking to expand your home gym, like hundred percent, like, trust me that this is the best place to get your gym equipment. I <laughs> oh, appreciate that. Cuz yep. yes, of course. So wrapping up here, I guess I put all your, um, your contacts in the chat. If anybody has any other things, or if anybody wants to unmute and say anything, we'll, we'll leave it open for another minute ish or so, but otherwise you guys can get back to your, your Friday. We appreciate you taking 45 minutes with us this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I'll just kind of go off of what Kelsey said too. Like any, any person that's a friend of Kelsey's is a friend of mine, you know, feel free to reach out if you guys need anything. Um, you know, my, uh, my DMS are always open. I guess it would be the way to say it. Not right. like that. <laughs> I understand. I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, truly all of you, thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for making the time. Um, you know, Hopefully we can revisit another topic in a couple months and um, talk about this. Uh, Tyler's actually writing an article about like the, the, the conversation that we had today. Mm -hmm. So as soon as he has that done, I'll share it with all of you guys as well. But thank you for being here. Thank you so, so, so much for your knowledge, for your wisdom, all the things like it, this made my entire week. So it was a fantastic way to end Friday. And I would love the recording after the fact, if you wouldn't mind yeah. sending it to me. Yeah. But um, otherwise, I hope all of you have a fantastic day and Tyler will chat soon. Yep. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you, everybody, right. for tuning in. Bye. Yeah. Bye.